What is up, Mojax uh, world? We are back. Um, not that enthused. We did get a nice little chuckle out of that intro there, but there's there's some reasoning behind that. We're man down. Man down. There's we a are. reason that the normal voice you hear first, you're not hearing. Man down. Man down. So yeah. in, in memory of Jay Pritt, uh, Justin Pritt, we are uh, recording in his honor tonight. He has claimed that Saturday he's done with Mountaineer Nation. Completely. Uh, completely. I mean, we've heard this before. Yeah. But this is the uh, the most entrenched I have ever. I mean, I've mm -hmm. known I've known Pritt for a long time, the longest in this room. And uh, I've 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 heard this from him before. This is the uh the most serious that I've ever heard it. It's bad. Yeah, I've um, I'm I've I think been around for about ten years. Um, at least knowing him hanging out and stuff and i mean this is pretty common but not to where he just completely writes off everything but i mean it's not really can you blame him well my thing yes is, <laughs> my thing is it's he said worst loss in mountaineer history no it's not, not even close uh it's not the worst loss in mountaineer history and um you know. It might be the worst loss in Neil Brown history. Oh, absolutely. And, but and it's not the worst loss in Mountaineer history. And it's not a loss for me to even come close to writing off my fandom 100%. And, and we are going to get into this later because it's the topic that everybody's talking about. Like, you know, bottom line is Neil Brown's 17 to 20, and we're in year four. You got to win football games. You can't have a losing record, make $4 million a year uh, at a top 15 wins uh, in the history of college football. It's a pitiful program, according to uh, Justin Pritt. Uh, we disagree. We think uh, it's still programmed to uh, – it's our program. Uh, it's our state. Always and, be my program. And we will always state. love it. And I get aggravated. I get oh, aggravated. I, I watched the game with Bubba. I was yelling at the TV. Um, you know. And, I mean, I, I told Brent, um, I, I mean, eventually they might give me a heart attack as long as they don't kill me. Yep. I guess that's if they kill me during a game, if I have a heart attack and die during a game. See, it that doesn't bother me anymore. I'm with Brent after 07. Nothing will ever Here's, bother me again like that did. It it just doesn't it does in game doesn't bother me anymore. And I, I laughed when the ball got picked off at yeah. Pitt because it's just something we do. Yep. When we were I was watching that game, I was I, I went to the game last week against Kansas. Took the wife and daughter. Thought I was going to get my daughter a win. And we're watching that. And literally, as the ball is being thrown, I see the guy break. And I just got up and started walking out. I was like, it's over. Yep. And 07, like, okay, so here's when I – basketball, everybody knows, is my favorite. So when we start to get good under Beeline, uh, that first run with Beeline, uh, I was totally – I was a lot younger. Uh, no kids. Uh, uh, not married yet. I'm still not married, but you know what I mean? I'm not married anymore. <laughs> but uh, so I was obsessed, all right? And when we got the ball rolling, that first run, we're up like 20-something against uh, Louisville in the Elite Eight. I'm yep. like, we're going to the freaking Final Four. Yep. We lose. I was devastated for days. Right. I mean devastated. The next year, we get the ball rolling again with Pitsnoggle and the boys. Yep. The buzzer beater. I was watching it with Dan and Glenn. They're faithful I, listeners. I still remember where I was at. We were at a house full of people. Nobody said shit. We got up and we left. I was devastated. So all that led into the 07 uh, backyard brawl. And like I said, I will never again. Like, I'll be mad. But, you know, the closest I've been to being that mad was the Gonzaga 
uh, Sweet 16 <laughs> That's game. That's the next one I was going to bring up. The Gonzaga Sweet 16 game because, my God, we we were better than them. We would have been in the Final Four. We would have been in the Final Four. They played for the National Championship. I don't know if we beat North Carolina, but Gonzaga went on to play – who was, I mean, it was like Always. South Carolina in the Final Four yeah, made it. it That's when Frank Martin went good. on his run. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of ups. But anyways, I get over it. You can ask Bradley. I'm, I mean, the next day, that evening, you know, I was pissed. But I'm over it just because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a game. I You're do love it. it. I'm used to it. I was I was over it by the time I got to the car. I listened to the post game on the way home. I don't care. It is what but, it is. And, and, yeah. and I, I used to uh, take it a lot more to heart and upset for two or three days. But I'm usually by the next day I'm fine. But um, I don't know. I mean, it's still. I mean, a couple of years ago when our basketball team was terrible, I just stopped watching. Yeah, and well, I still watch. Asbury and I watch every game. But it, it's just like I'm not ever like not going to be a West Virginia fan. It's exactly. just not an option. Yeah. So, but here's one thing. So the team down the road had a good win yeah. Saturday. The same day they we had, lose they to had Kansas. a really good win. Great program against win. them. Granted, I will. I will. Say they were an overranked team. Oh, look at Notre Dame's schedule. I sent this in our group last night. But they are going to be a lucky. Great win. I'm not going to give them. I'm giving them I'm props not either. I'll give them props. And even if you're up in Morgantown, you were in Morgantown. You said when they scored, people in Morgantown were cheering the fact oh, that well, that team was the, the scoring and taking the, game, the lead. Yeah, first half of the game, I was in Keglers. Keglers was going crazy. Yeah, the fact that they were winning, and then when they announced that score, which I already knew the final, but the stadium didn't. When they announced that final. In the stadium, that stadium went crazy. Yeah, I mean, they hate Notre Dame. The people up that way hate Notre Dame way more than they do uh, the team down the road. But uh, the thing is, um, so I, I watched, you know, a good bit of that game, or at least had it on on the secondary TV on mute most of the time. But um, I did not realize they brought in twenty four transfers. Yeah, I mean, they're loaded with 20, power five transfers. Twenty four. Yeah, they got a five star running back from Florida State, Colombo um, or whatever his name from is. Texas Tech, Tech. Lit, lit us up. up. Yeah, um, they had twenty four freshmen, so half their team brand new player. I mean, it's a whole new team yep. almost. Um, so he's, which also makes it frustrating because here he's his second year, a second year coach bringing in <clears throat> a bunch of big time transfers and starting to win big time games. We Kansas just, is coach. Second yeah. year. Second year. It's it's just I don't know. I'm at at some point you got to take somebody. Yeah, they might be good in a smaller program, but then you got to start looking at yeah. um, can they win in bigger games, bigger situations? Because you're uh, I don't know. I don't and, know. And here's the thing too, and why I brought them up, the team down the road, they you know that's a good program win. They were a great program in one double A. When you're playing in the MAC, when you're playing in a terrible conference USA, and they've only won that. Once or ever, they they never won Conference USA, did they? I don't think so. Maybe once, maybe once with Cato. So I mean, you just look at all those things. Great win. They're still not West Virginia football, all right. And for our partner in crime, ex partner, to literally tell us in a group message, I am going to the Marshall game Saturday because I think semi loose quote. I'm going to go watch good football. And it's not a loose quote. That is the absolutely <laughs> good gospel. coaching. Good football and good coaching. Yes. So if 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 your idea of good good football and good coaching is Marshall versus Bowling Green, more power to you. That's right. But I will uh, giving uh, away giving away tickets yeah. this weekend to WVU so he can go watch the Marshall I'm, game. I'm hoping because he knows how close we are to that team down the road. I'm hoping that because we're that close, he's just trying to to dick us around. But if he goes to that, I mean, just go ahead and say I'm a bandwagon fan and I'm uh, – he, he can go I'm down there and sit with 
He can go down there and sit with Caserta. Yeah, he can go sit with Caserta and wear his WVU shirt under his Marshall shirt if he wants. That's yeah. what Caserta did at the with a, with a Tennessee shirt and a Kentucky shirt. Yeah. So I, it's just it's just uh, Justin's down bad. And do we think he's going to come back? Maybe. But oh, the show must some, go on. At we, some point he will. We, but. Listen, we got we we somebody sent us rankings, and we don't know if this is true or not. But we're we're considered one of the top ten podcasts in the world, baby, for listens. <laughs> hey. Whatever that thing I looked at, it's what it said. Top 10. So Top 10. we're not going to stop. Uh, we still love West Virginia. Uh, and then, I mean, do we want to go ahead and get into the Kansas Is that game? top 10? Do you top, got anything else? Top 10, 10 percent. We'll see. Well, yeah, yeah percent. Yeah, no, no, no. Not top 10 podcast. <laughs> we're top 10 percent. If we're top Sorry. 10 podcast, <laughs> we need to we make some damn money. Making some money because we don't make anything. Well, we're just going to leave that percent off there, but still. Yeah. Uh, so Asbury, you got anything else to add about our fallen mate? That's why we let off the taps uh, just in memory. I don't think so. Just, uh, you know. If it goes to the Marshall game, that's uh, going to take me a while to recover. I mean, I mean I, I, didn't I you go one. to a Marshall game last year, though? I don't, he's been within the last couple of years. He's Has been, he? but it's not because he said, I want to go watch good football. football. I mean, his no, wife, he, she pays the bills. I mean, not she, well, she does pay the bills, but. She works for Marshall. She works for Marshall, so she gets free tickets, whatever. And Marshall I wish, tickets. if I would not have grown up, and anybody that's listened to us, we grew up down there. I mean, it's just the fans. It's not even that I hate Marshall. I hate Pitt. I hate Virginia Tech. I hate Syracuse. Uh, I hate Louisville. I hate Cincinnati because I've went there and those fans are dicks. I mean, I cannot wait to be yeah, able to go back to Cincinnati. Hate. I hate them. I don't hate Marshall. No. I hate Marshall fans. I'll root for Marshall that have the little brother Same. syndrome. I won't let. Them, I don't want to. You know, obviously, I never want them to beat us in anything. No, but I'll root for them. You're, I don't care. Yep. I mean, we've been about. I mean, it's not even about like I don't know. It's just I don't know. For I'm Brent, not going to jump on the bandwagon for Brent and I. We where we grew up in Polka and went to church in Huntington. We would always have to hear it from Marshall fans. <laughs> we would be seven, eight, nine years old, and you got grown I, men. I remember just getting so mad when it's like 1993, and we're undefeated. And these, I get, they probably were just messing with me because they knew how diehard I was at that age, telling me they thought Marshall would beat WVU when we're going undefeated in the Big East. But anyways, we can move on from that. Uh, they had a good win. Uh, Pritz there uh, this weekend. We'll let y'all know next week. Um, He's I'm, not here to defend himself. He goes. I'm gonna get pictures somehow. Yep. And he will never live it down. So let's. Uh, what do y'all think? Let's uh, recap Kansas. All right. So let's get into Kansas. Um, still hurts a little bit. Not gonna lie, hurts my heart. Well, I mean, it sucks. It's, it's not a great loss. Obviously. So Brent Brent showed up in my house and you know we We ate all freaking day. All day. I mean I brought a rotisserie chicken. Bubba made delicious potato soup that he cooked all night. I mean I'm getting moist Slow thinking cooker. about it right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. It was Sausage so good. Dip I went to Kegler's. Yeah. Hadn't been to Kegler's in a while. It was nice. Yeah. But uh he shows up and he's nervous for the game. I'm like I knew I, it's Kansas. I was, like, why I, are you nervous? I, I was nervous. Last week I said we're not covering. I even picked us to not cover. Now I, I picked us to cover, but I was never confident. I had a bad feeling about well, it. Well, we started off hot, scored, scored. I'm like, well, still, why? Why were you nervous? I was like, this is easy. Let's let's. Yeah, yeah. this is easy. And then, Famous last words. Yeah. So let's just talk about the overreactions from game one to game two. Our front yeah. seven's amazing. We're gonna get pressure on everybody. Da 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 da. We got we. I mean, a lot of it was schematical stuff that Kansas did. Well, first of all, being there live, Kansas completely out schemed us. Like they knew 
that we were going to have trouble and they did exactly what it took to, to cause problems. I literally the entire game, I don't know if you could see it, you know, you know how, how TV video is, but live watching the, uh, the back seven, yeah. I don't think there was a play the entire game where the back seven was set when they snapped the ball. And, and Bubba and I, you know, so when we're watching on TV, you can clearly tell, and I kept saying it, he kept saying it, they were catching balls, and it's not like they were ga- like long touchdowns, but little intermediate. Our secondary was third, not close. Yes, third and so, fourth, third and five, and they're playing 10, 12 yards so off the ball. what was happening in live, uh, looking at it was, one, they were motioning, and our back seven just did not know what to do. They were pointing at each other. They were yelling at each other. They were moving back and forth, did not know where to set up after the, after the motion. And then what was happening was, and, and Neil alluded to this in the post game, um, and I think on his weekly show this week, um, when they were snapping the ball, our defense wasn't set and all were all messed up. They were just taken off. Like they would be, they were only setting like four or five yards off the play when they snapped it. But he, they would immediately backpedal 10 to 12 yards off. I mean, no matter what the play was. Yeah, they were just backpedaling like crazy out of there um, and, and, and just bailing. It didn't matter what the down and distance was. They were so freaked out. As soon as they snapped the ball, they just took off. How many times did I say, and both of us just watched the game when we could see, it'd be third and five and we were eight yards off the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Like every time. So that's – our frustration and, is – And they came out and right said, which is why you're going to see changes, I think. Um and on especially on the corners, that was not the game plan. It is not what they were supposed to be doing. That's a player thing. That's not how they were coached. That's not how they were supposed to be playing it. And they could not, for whatever reason, why they didn't make a change during game. You know, that's another thing to be said. Yeah. But when if you've got players that are constantly doing things that they're not supposed to be doing, make a change. Yeah. And and here is the disappointing part. Last year, could not score a lick. Last couple of years, we couldn't score because we had to watch Jared Deggie. Um, you know, a guy that can't win a job at Western Kentucky. So that is really – I think that's a lot of frustration from the fan base. We had to watch Deggy for two and a half years, and I don't care what anybody says. I don't know if he didn't go get someone else or whatever, but it was because he was loyal to the Deggy family yes. and knew the family. Had I mean, that's just it because the guy can't play quarterback. If he's our quarterback, we get blown out of pit. We said that. And we lose this weekend, too. But here's the frustrating part. We get blown out this weekend. In regulation, we didn't score. I know right before half we didn't score. But what was it? One time we did not put points on the board with our possessions? One time, yeah. We punted One time. Punted and then once. the third quarter. Yep. you got to win football games doing that. I mean, it's, all, it's completely on the defense. And one thing we did say preseason is we didn't know about the secondary. Well, that so is turning out I to be I wanted to bring true. that up because – when we did the preview show and I did the over-unders, yeah. I basically got laughed at when I tried to set – I wanted to set the over-under on defensive points allowed at like 31. Yeah, I set it at 28 and a half to get yep. some movement, and y'all still laughed at me. Well, and what, what hasn't back, helped is – That back end is not good. I know. And what, what uh, kind of pumps those numbers up too right now is the two defensive – I mean, you know. Pick sixes. Oh, that yeah. doesn't help him either. But that has nothing to do with it. We still were over that. <laughs> you 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 take those out, and you're still giving up like yep, 39, yeah, 31 points a game. <laughs> yeah. So it's just that's the frustrating part. It's like 
and it, this goes back to even when, you know, Gino was here, I think his sophomore year, Stu's, Stu's last year, we had that defense with freaking JT Thomas, Brandon Hogan, I mean, Scooter Bear, all those guys. And we were, I think we were the number one defense that year. And we had Jeff Mullen calling plays yep. with Gino, Tavon, and a bunch of weapons, and we couldn't score. That's couldn't what score. I feel like. I feel like we can never put it um, together. Get offense and defense on we the have, same page. We have a, you know, we have, or we have the offensive like juggernaut of what 2012. Yep. And literally had the worst defense I've ever seen. Hopefully this year it doesn't turn into that. Yep. But I don't think it you, will. You also have what was, uh, um, what was the 18? Yeah. Uh, we had, you know, the offense wasn't quite as good as the Geno year. Yeah. But it the defense wasn't quite as bad yep. either, but it was still that big of a difference. I think that's what we're going to end up running into this year. And even Dana's years, if when you think of the years where we had K.J. Dillon, Carl Joseph, oh, Chestnut. So many pros. All those guys on defense. And then the offense, you have – you know, Skyler was okay. And now looking back at it, Skyler was probably way better than what anybody gave him credit for. But even the trick at year, I mean, it was just frustrating. I mean, but, it's frustrating to be where we are. Uh, well, Program-wise, we should never lose to Kansas. No, you shouldn't. But, again, Kansas this year, I've watched them, is not the Kansas from two, three, four years ago. No. I'm not going to say they're a juggernaut. They're not going to be, you know, some dark horse to win the Big 12. They may go happen. bowling. I think they, they may bowl six. Uh, they they are much improved of where they were two to three years ago. Their offense is legitimately decent, good offense. Their defense is still going to struggle. They're going to give up tons of points no matter who they play. Maybe not as many as we put on them, but uh, and could have put more if we don't have, you know, drop the uh, the punt and things like that. But uh, which was a killer. Yeah, but, I mean that's what I mean. That's the self inflicted stuff is why people said. Um, you know, Dane has got to go. Turnovers, penalties. Well, guess what? We've had the same. We had a punt hit a guy's face mask, which it looks like one of the most unathletic things you can do. But and the, then we had the a bad part, freaking year senior when the game. I, I mean, that's a line. long field goal. Oh, it'd have been it'd have been forty some yards. That is a long field goal. And guess what? From what I took from his press conference, Taj Austin will not be starting for Seth Mart. Uh, Sean Sean Martin because of that play right yeah. there. Uh, I mean, when you use words like selfish. Stupid, and then we'll handle it internally. Yeah, um, it would have been. He might not have, like fourteen. He might not have, not only not start. He might not play this week. Just yep. given the fact who we're playing. And then that's one of those things like a muff punt. They go score. That play. Okay, they so go score. Here's the bad part though about the punt was I guess apparently literally the punt right before that he caught high above his yep. head and they absolutely tore into him on the sidelines about yeah. it. And then they go, they run him right back out there and he does it again. Yeah. Yeah. That Bradley even said, did you see how he catch that? Nobody's supposed to catch a punt like yeah. that. It's they just careless. Literally like three coaches around him ripped him after that yeah. for doing that. But then they ran him right back out there and he did it again. So well, they better put somebody else back there. It'd be then. nice, wouldn't it? And that, and that's like, we have lost to Kansas before in 2013, a worse Kansas than this team. Boy, we did not go worse. bowling. Charlie Weiss was their coach. But program-wise, when you're four years in to a new coach and they're two years in, you expect to beat Kansas. And here's the problem. Like, listen, I, I have been as big of a Neil Brown apologist that there has been. I still think the guy is a great guy. I think he has the ability to be a solid coach. I just don't know, as some people said, if he has that fire. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, it took him too long to make a change on the offense. Yep. I mean, 
and then this year our defense is bad. But, you know, last year or the year before, we talked about how great the defense is. It's, it's, it, we hit a bad cycle. Yep. And I'm going to list off these names, which if you listen anywhere else or you're going to know these names, and I'm not saying it's the reason, but you look at Tacky Smith, Jackie Matthews, Daryl Porter, Troy Fortune, Derek Pitts, and Akeem Mesador. Imagine if all they were, these guys were on our defense They're right now. They're all playing right now. They could be on our team right now. They're all playing at Power 5 schools somewhere else and playing. I literally watched them all play, yep. or at least a little bit. Um, they could be starting. They yep. have started for us before, but for whatever reason, and it's got to be whether it's tampering or Coaching, yeah. there's a reason they wanted to leave, yep. and they left. They're no longer a part of this program. You can't replace that, and we obviously tried to replace it with what, what was supposed to be decent players, but they're all they're not proven power five guys. And and that's just kind of what I've been saying, you know, in our group message. I'm like, play Mumu, play Jacoby Spells, which is one of your highest rated corners I gotta, ever. I got to assume both of those are playing put them a in. ton this weekend. Put them in. Based Who cares? On the comments they've said. Yep. Put them in. They can't be much worse than what we're seeing. They're but, saying, I guess the uh, they made comment on the coaches' show that you know so far they've shown flashes, but they haven't earned yeah, uh, earned that trust. Yeah. Well, apparently nobody else has earned that trust yeah. during the game. So I'd rather have play. really good recruits, <laughs> yeah. um, with you know high expectations. Take some lumps and, and yeah. get to exactly. learn. Exactly. But here's my thing too. So you were talking about loyalty. I do think Neil Brown is an outstanding. I don't know him personally. Perception wise, great man. Uh, does things in the community, runs a program the way you're supposed to run a program, you know, talks a good game. You get in front of a press conference after a bad loss, he says everything you want him to say. You know what I mean? It's like, but I'm tired of hearing the same things after 20 losses. And I think loyalty is one of the things that's going to end up getting because you even look at how long he stuck with, like you said, making a change in offense. He stuck with Jared Parker, who looked like he was having a lot to do with Notre Dame's offense on Saturday against uh, Marshall. He was the one down there sending them out. He's not the offense coordinator, but he's the one on the field. Uh, you've seen what they've done in two games. They scored 21 against Marshall and 10 against Ohio State. All right? So, you know, just that, that is crazy to me. Yep. And loyalty sticking with Deggie. And I think that's where people are just, uh, you know, a little tired of it. But uh, let's go ahead. So we know we're not happy with the state of the program. You, do, you should not lose to Kansas. Nope. You can't be 17 and 20. You can't be making $4 million a year, so people have every right to be pissed off and voice those things. But coming up next, we're just going to talk about one of the coaching changes and one of the rumors that absolutely cannot happen. All right, moving on. Um, coaching changes, what were you getting into there? All right, I saw this immediately after. And I've seen it from people. I unfollowed so many people on the Facebook. Uh, you know, people, my friends saying, I'm going to become a Marshall fan. And then the one, we need to bring back Rich Rod. All right, I'm just going to – I'm going to make my case why Rich Rod will never and can never be the coach of West Virginia again. And it has little to do with 07 and the way he left. I'm willing to forgive and forget. If he had went places and just torched the world on fire and just won, I think he had one decent year at Arizona. I mean, he went to bowls, but he went to one Fiesta Bowl at Arizona. Here's my thing. Look at Rich Rod from 01 to 04. All right? He put him – 01 was terrible first year. Okay. 
02, we start really slow, turn around, go to bowl, get blown out in that bowl against Virginia. The next year, we have really high expectations, right? Yep. So that would have been 03. 03. We start out 1-3. and three. You know, we could have beat – same thing with these games. We could have beat Miami. Yep. Well, we could have beat Pitt, but we didn't. We get it rolling again that year, and then we go to Gator Bowl, and Maryland absolutely shellacks us again like 44-7. to seven. So if you're following me, he's 0-2. Which time? Yeah, that, <laughs> twice that year. 0-4 expectations are absolutely sky high. We beat Maryland in overtime. We got Rashid back. He's a senior. Da, 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 da. We lose a Virginia Tech team that we've upset a couple times. We go to another bowl game and lose to Florida State, I believe, in a Gator. And, no, I'm not looking at notes. That's how big of a freak I am, and I just remember <laughs> this stuff. So then 0-5 turns around, and when the program got going, well, that dumbass has – Pat White buried on the depth chart. Buried. Barely. Benaric got the most of the snaps. And I even, before this season, I even went back and watched. You know how I get excited in the summer. I watched that Maryland game. I'm pretty sure Pat White led most of the offensive touchdowns against Maryland at Maryland when Gwaltney, you know, Steve Slayton and Pat White are the ones that got that thing rolling that year. They're buried on the depth chart until that Louisville game. And only play, both of them really only play because of injuries. Yes. He would not why. have played Steve over Gwaltney until nope. Gwaltney took a hit on the thigh against Maryland. And then Maryland. he just quit going to school. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Benair gets hurt, and, and that just writes itself. That season was amazing. We win the Sugar Bowl. Uh, things are going good. So that's already his fifth year. That's when he got it growing. So 06, we're rolling. We're beating teams we should we beat. Pat White, Steve Slayton. Lose to a tough Louisville team at Louisville. All right? I mean, people seem to forget that Rich choked games, too. We were in line to go to another BCS game. Yep. And we choked to a program in South Florida that had only been one AA or F FBS for a couple years. Yep. We lose to them at home with Pat White and Steve Slate. Choke. So then, if you remember, we go to the Gator Bowl, and Pat White pretty much won that game by himself. Yeah. I mean, he dominated. So then 07. So then if you're keeping track, Rich Rod is two two bowl wins, both with Pat White. Mm -hmm. 07, we all know what happens. We lose. Pat, Pat gets hurt. We lose to a bad South Florida. Not a bad South Florida team, but a South Florida team that we should not have been in the game with. Then he chokes, chokes against Pitt. We win that bowl game without him. So technically, he only went two and two at WVU and bowls. Am I wrong? Yeah, right? 02, 03. Oh four. No, he went two and three in bowls. Yeah, because then we lose lose like to Maryland or somebody twice in two different bowl games. We lost to Maryland, uh, Florida State, Virginia. Then he beat uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and then he wasn't there for the seventh, no, for the sixth there. bowl game. Yeah, he wasn't there for that one. So Pat White made that man. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, absolutely. Pat White and Steve Slayton made that man. And yeah, people say, well, he recruited him. Well, guess what? But he, he had him buried. He recruited him, but he wasn't going to play him. He had him buried. So, and then he's went to Michigan, where you have all the resource, resources in the world. I mean, they fired him after he got beat by about 50 against Mississippi <laughs> State in the Gator Bowl in his third or fourth year. He goes to Arizona. He had one good year with another mobile quarterback. He's just not the answer 15 years later. No. He hasn't went, went everywhere and just won games and won games. And I get everybody's wanting to relive the glory years, but – 
Cat White made him get over it. Those glory, those glory years are aren't coming back anytime soon. No. And, especially and they're him. especially not coming back with him. He's a Jacksonville it's, State. It's a different era. Yeah, he's a Jacksonville State. He doesn't even try to really. From what I've seen, he's tried to recreate that at Arizona a little bit and get a mobile quarterback. But I don't even think he runs the same offense anymore because the game is adapted. People adapted that system. That's why you don't see a bunch of people running it anymore. Like who runs that system anymore? I can't think of anyone. Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> yeah. But even then, you know, he didn't like out for me. I don't know. It's just he's not the answer. He's just not the answer. I also didn't realize he was 60 until the other day. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> people, let it go. And I've seen you freeze. Okay, he's he did good. You know, who cares? I mean, I don't care. I'm, the negativity around the head coaching thing, that affects recruiting more than anything. Absolutely. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying Neil Brown needs to stay. Honestly, I mean, Shane Lines is going to stay with him. But one thing I do know is quit with the rich rod needs to come back crap. Dumb. It's stupid. Uh, he's not the answer. That's the past. He would not come here and win. No. Like he did. So if they do, <clears throat> let's say they do decide to get rid of Neil Brown. Let's say he doesn't win a game or he only wins two or three games and they get rid of him in the year. Do you hire from within? Do you give like Graham a shot at it, or um, I just think if you if you change coaching, you gotta you gotta clean house. I don't think you hire with within and keep most of the staff. Or but I mean, and then you're you got a lot of players that are going to be ticked. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing with recruit, and that's why I think Neil Brown's our coach even next year. Unless we go one and eleven, he's our coach next year. If we especially if we go to a bowl, which is not looking good. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think he – and I just think he's the coach. I think Shane Lyons will go down with the ship. Unless it gets Scott Frost, then you have some embarrassing, embarrassing losses. Yep. And, uh, you know, some will say Kansas is embarrassing. Not the way – like, we didn't get blown out is what I mean. That's what's frustrating with the Neil Brown era. Other than his first year, I can't think of very many games where we just got blown the freak out. Yeah. And we we've we've games. lost a lot of games maybe we shouldn't have. Yeah. Or lost a lot of games that we had won against teams maybe we shouldn't have beat. And we still lost them, yeah, because of dumb bonehead yep. things. The things that we got tired of Dana, yes. With. So the things that I didn't think would continue, yep. And they're uh, continuing year four. They are, Bubba. They are. And we're not. I put a thing on Instagram stories, and it got player reaction, it got fan reaction. Some people saying, you know, I basically saying cheer for the Mountaineers and shut the f up. You know what I mean? I don't cheer for Neil Brown. Yeah, I'm a Mountaineer fan. So, as far as that goes, people just saying, yeah, that's right, whatever. But my thing is, like, don't. what's the point of being negative? You know, voice your, your, your disappointment, but then move the frick on because all it does is let all these recruits say, these Mountaineer fans are ungrateful and just crazy. You know what I mean? And we are crazy, and that's a good thing. But I'm just saying the constant negativity – isn't good for anybody. I mean, nope. I'm done with him too. It's not like I'm. I, mean, I think people misunderstood. Like I, it was a vote of confidence. Like he needs my vote of confidence. But I'm like, <laughs> you know, stick with him. But no, I'm not. I'm saying you have to win football games. You're 17 and 20. It's time to start winning. You've had enough time to build your culture. Uh, I never thought the defense would take a step back, but Rich Rod ain't it. He's not it. Not it at all. Yes. All right. All right. So guys. <laughs> it's time for the worst of the week. 
Can I lead it off with that? Since who's, we who's got big please. balls? Okay, so here's my worst of the week, and it's I've had I've done embarrassing things in my life. It just it just is. I mean, some things you regret, some things just out of your control. So I'm do, I'm running a, like an after school tutoring you know program. We're out on the playground giving the kids a little break. One of the other teachers says, "Hey Brent, help me lift something up." She's like, "Hey, come over to the dumpster. You know, we're throwing stuff away. It's a heavy piece of furniture, and obviously with my muscles, you know." She asked me, mm-hmm. "It has nothing to do with I'm one of two males in the building." And the only one actually there at the time, probably. Yeah, yeah. So I go over, and you know, it's it's not a huge piece of thing that we're putting in the dumpster, but I'm like, "All right, yeah." So pull the britches up a little bit. I have jeans on, right? Skinny jeans. Skin. They're they're. I have big legs. Well, this Robert's men. We have meaty legs. That's not. So mine they're are, not like mine are hidden because I'm just meaty all over. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like tight in the belly, but you know they're they're snug on my on my pants. So I bend down, and I hear. A <laughs> I, thought, oh, shit. I said I just ripped my pants, and she said, "Did you?" And I look down, and I'm in a squatting position. So everybody just picture this. I'm by a dumpster. She's to. she's towards the front of me, right? And I'm like, I look down, and I've said this before. Your boy doesn't like underwear. So I look down, and my <laughs> testicles were hanging out of my jeans, boys. <laughs> and I, I, I hurry up and say, no, I didn't. I pick that thing up. I pull my shirt down a little further. I tuck them back behind my legs, and I wait for it. She's like, did you rip them? Let me see. I said, no, I didn't. I didn't. And she walks off, and luckily, I had a pair of pants, which was really close to the dumpster because this was right by the school, and I tucked them, and I basically penguin walked all the way to my car to get my other pants <laughs> and changed immediately. So you would figure I learned my lesson, but today we're here, and I, I went to go show you all you know what what i was how it happened and i still don't have underwear on today because i just don't like them but yeah that's my worst of the week old, old brent's testicles getting hung out uh of my jeans nice yep my turn your yep. turn my worst of the week is uh so <clears throat> over the weekend last weekend <laughs> um we decide you know nice weather we're going to go to justin uh justin's house and watch games on his back deck which that's probably over now right yeah i don't know um made all kinds of food i made uh what all did i make uh buffalo chicken dip burn-ins burn-ins and apple dump cake i made sausage delicious Um, i made sausage dip so anyways we're over there go over there about two o'clock my wife and daughter are gone the oldest daughter's gone so i have the five-year-old and seven-year-old boy and girl and um they were playing with all the other neighborhood kids. They were jumping on trampolines, riding bikes down the street. I can see my front door and garage from Justin's back porch, and I got an eye on him. Are you recording me right now? Oh, I thought you were recording me. Um, so the kids were going in and out. They were mainly over there with me, but they were going in and out of the house grabbing drinks and snacks and stuff. Um, so my wife gets home about 9 o'clock, um, I see her pull in, so I decide to go home, walk over, and as I walk in the house, the look on her face, um, I can't remember too much, <laughs> but apparently um, our bathroom floor was completely flooded when she got there. There was about two to three inches of water. The carpet in the bedroom was soaked, um, probably about five or six feet out and about three, four feet wide. Um, my son had gone in there, washed his hands in our bathroom, left the water running, dried his hands off, threw the hand towel in the sink, clogged the sink, flooded the bathroom, 
There's an air vent in the bathroom that drains down to a storage room down in the basement. It was um, getting into the air duct and leaking through in the basement. I run downstairs. Granted, we've been in this house for one year, exactly one year in August. Um, just found a piece of sausage on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> Saving that for later. Num, num, num. Um, anyways, uh, so been there for a, a year and um i've been working on getting this basement remodeled for a year and a half somehow he's been a jerk <laughs> um listen it's almost like building a house and i've been doing most of it by myself especially the last six months um because i mean it's about two thousand square feet but anyways so you know everything's almost done i had just that thursday just finished laying down the hardwood floors I go downstairs. There's water everywhere underneath the floors. We got to rip up half the room. Frankie uh, came down. Dad came down, drove down at 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. Neighbors came over. Brent came over. We're using shampooers to suck water out of the carpet down there. Um, Here's the crazy thing. I don't know if you mentioned this. We were at Justin's all day. Yeah. They were. So we don't know what time it happened. We don't know what time so, the water was turned on. Check the ring camera. And the last time they were at the house was about uh, 6.45, 7 o'clock-ish. So about from 7 to 9, there's a good chance it was running the whole time, about two hours. So, yeah, But, yeah, rough. I mean, luckily, um, I got a little angry, uh, put my fist through a door, and that ended up being the worst damage because the floors we got up, dried them off, dehumidifier pulled all the moisture out of everywhere. Um, wasn't really much drywall damage there's some sunken seams um the floor only three pieces had to be replaced because they kind of curled up but um other than that, I mean, um, that you talk about luck I mean, yeah oh i got there, there could have been so much more damage yeah because it did look bad at first oh it looked really bad and that that's why i put my fist through a door that was i mean the why most would you choose a door uh, i don't know i tried to hit it towards the seam so it wouldn't break it but i don't know it looked like you hit like the worst possible area. Yeah. Wasn't good. For your hand. <laughs> I mean my hand's good now. It was just scratched up a little bit. So what's uh what's your worst of the week? So I have uh not had anything too spectacular happen to me as uh you and Brent have. So my worst of the week, I'm just gonna, you know, sorry, but I'm gonna throw Brent under the wind under the uh the window? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> or the bus. under the bus. I don't know. A little window. Out the window, maybe? Out the window under, under the, bus? the bus again. Because uh, that's so far, that's my worst of the week right now. I mean, I get it. Frustration and blah, blah, blah. But um, have a law degree from w WU. Yeah. And, and, um, but, you know, you just, I just don't let it affect my life as much, I guess. And uh, I feel for him. I feel for him that it hurts him that bad. But, uh you just can't, you can't, can't let that affect you like that bad. And he needs to just kind of, yeah. I mean, I'll sack I'll, up a little bit. I'll Maybe cut take him, a time out. I'll cut him off a little bit. I won't watch some games if it's getting bad like that. But um, I don't completely disown them completely, like he has and the state apparently. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I thought I didn't even think he was going to let us use the computer tonight. I, I mean, know. we got a crazy. He was like, well. I do have to say one thing before we go. Since we have given Justin such a hard time tonight, we've got to tell Dreama 
Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Dreamer, we love you. Sorry. We love, love your you. son. Sorry we railed on him so much tonight. But you yeah. know about his mood swings more than anybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Other than Audra, probably. I'll, I'll be over later with some birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dreamer, okay. we love you. Yeah. Hey, let's talk uh, just wrapping up. So we're sitting here uh, at Cabell Midland High School. About uh, to do Luke's show. We we have a podcast that we do for the high school football team here, uh, Night Nation. But um, – we got hooked up with a bunch of pizzas from yeah, Gino's. Yeah, Gino's hooked us up with pizza again tonight. Delicious pizzas. So, hmm. anybody? <laughs> <laughs> Coach Salmon said highlight of his week. Yeah. <laughs> anybody got anything else to yep, add? That's it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.